Um, we have a lot of people, seriously, I want to take my wife and she doesn't want to kill anything. Uh, I want to take my kids and my wife. I'd like to peel off for a day or two and, and do some hunting, but I don't want it to be a hunting adventure so they feel like dad's off hunting and uh, the hell with us. A lot of the people will go and they'll start off again. They'll do something which they've always thought was what you see on television. They'll want to go and see, okay, we want to go to a big private game reserve and we want to see herds of game and we want to take photos and we want to do whatever. But you get the experience of seeing the big five. Elephant, lion, leopard, buffalo, rhino, close up and on your own vehicle. From Montana to Mexico, Texas to Tajikistan, Alaska to Asia, Colorado to Canada, Rolling Bones Outdoors presents Hunt the World. Our team at Rolling Bones Outdoors is here to help you create memories that will last a lifetime. Are you ready? Let's hunt the world. Thanks for joining us this week. God, well, you, you were waiting. No, I, was I, like, wasn't. I, was, I was giving him a moment. I was asleep okay? at was the wheel. Thanks for joining us this wow. week for this episode of Hunt the World with Rolling Bones Outdoors. I was asleep. We are glad to have you here at the Bone Cave. Bleep is sleeping, and Brad is looking for his moment to slap his hands like it's a clapboard. Uh, what do they call those? The clapboard. The clapboard. clapboard. There <laughs> you go. The clapboard. And I'm yeah, like, this what is, the? This is so, a budget show, Russ. Hey, so this, I'm the, this is all the best we got. I'm happy to be part of it. We, yeah, we appreciate. Uh, um, we appreciate everybody listening. Thanks. Hey, last week we did an episode. And I don't know if this will be in two weeks ago. Uh, two weeks ago. Okay, so two. Yeah, because I want to get this right. But we did an episode with uh, Russ Field from uh, Africa who we have a strong relationship with and are working on helping people. Really, the way I looked at it from the last podcast, as I got time to noodle through all the thinking, because it was a fun podcast. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. But 100%. what it was was the motto should be, we take people hunting before they draw their tags. <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> we can take no you hunting around. before you draw you know um uh, get a hold of us let us help you get a hunt plan past seven years of antelope while you wait let's go shoot eight yeah <laughs> that's a good slogan <laughs> uh, holy shit praise jesus take a moment everybody everybody have a knee the dentist came up with a marketing uh sound bite that was really good yeah, go back and listen to Podcast 200. If Say you that don't again, Brad. quite grasp it. Yeah, go to Podcast 200 if you don't quite. Yes, and then, Brad, go ahead and say that While again. While you wait, let's go shoot eight. Oh, my. No, you said it a little catchier. Well, we got it recorded. We do. We, we do, do have it recorded, yes, right? Yeah, we can rip Although that's stuck on 13 and hasn't been moved since. That's okay. That's okay. Now let, me, let, me, let me fuck with your stuff here. Bleep. I look at that. I look at that thing, and I go, "Yeah, that's just for you." This is good. Okay, perfect. Anyway, so we have Russ back on, and uh, this week we're gonna. I'm gonna introduce him, and then I'm gonna go to the restroom and go get a drink of water, and I'll be back in 45 minutes to wrap it up because this is called ecotourism. So I gotta read you guys a text. Is this a hunting trip with no guns? (laughs) Mm, Good question. There's hunting. Yeah. Shooting with a camera. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But these are really popular trips, aren't they? Absolutely. So, so I, my, my buddies and I that came out a few years ago, Troy Sealhammer, Brett Miller, Craig Mockles, and myself, the four of us, 
we assaulted and attacked northeastern Iowa for everything we could hunt when we were kids, trapping, fishing. We, we ran trot lines when we didn't know we should be. Does that make sense? Um, we were a little bit on the edge, okay? Yeah, but you were on the wrong side of the edge. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, my buddy Craig sends me this text. He says, hey, Brian, I've been binge-watching mountaineering and climbing mountains, and you're an adventure seeker, so I would think these adventures would appeal to you. Have you ever thought about doing these adventures? And if so, you should think about booking these adventures because this would be a great opportunity for you to expand your horizons. With no gun or bow? And I, I, I almost answered him like back. But, but then, then I never did. So, Craig, if you're listening to the podcast, fuck no. Why would I climb a mountain ever if I'm not going to go try to harvest the, the oldest, most smartest thing that's lived on that mountain while I've been sitting in the luxury of Starbucks? True story. Because I ain't going up there just to have a coffee and go, this was awesome. Does that yeah. make sense? I to each his own, man. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm not shitting on the other ones. I'm just saying I ain't doing it. I drink coffee up there. I got no. it. <laughs> you drink coffee anywhere, Brad. Yeah. <laughs> You'd have to pee 700 times on the way up, too. <laughs> worse than my wife. Just saying. <clears throat> All right. So, bleep. I Thanks digress. for joining us today. It's yes, great having you. It's good to be here. Okay. I digress that way bad. Yeah. That was for right. Bob Miller. Okay, Just Bob. saying. Okay. Um, that was for Ty Tejan out of Nebraska that listens to us all the time. I think I'm saying his last name right. Is that right? Hey, Brad. Good to see you. <laughs> Hi, Brad. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? Yeah, and, and Brad's here. Yep. <laughs> and, Brad, and Brad's here. Been here for 202 of these. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, right. I've I, I watched him lose his hair, get old, lose his sight. Uh, you know, it's and, I, and I've stayed strapping. Get, get a sore knee. <laughs> get a sore knee. White no, actually, I looked in the mirror. The, I saw a picture. I was like, dude, you are white and old. Oh. You're oh, older than me, hell. Russ. You're only as old as the woman you're feeling. That's right. <laughs> there you go. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> if they only you know. heard it from the experts from Africa. <laughs> Well, thanks for joining us today, Russ. We're glad to have you. And uh, um, we are here to talk about ecotourism. So, tell, oh, what's Oprah, that African please root? Please interview him. <laughs> the African <laughs> marijuana. The African. Oh, root. that's a leaf. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, oh my! Are we going to so, talk ecotourism? Tell us. Yeah. So tell seriously, us about these trips. what do you yeah. need to know? Well, here's what we need to know. Um, we have a lot of people. Seriously, I want to take my wife, but she doesn't want to kill anything. Yeah. Uh, I want to take my kids and my wife. I'd like to peel off for a day or two and, and do some hunting, but I don't want it to be a hunting adventure so they feel like dad's off hunting and uh, the hell with us. And so tell us what's there for that because I think that's actually a big – there's a great big populace that, that would like to know about that. Yeah. There's a – I think in some senses there is – I think there are even more people that want to do that that want to actually hunt. I think there are a lot of people that are wildlife or orientated, but that don't want to go out and hunt, take out a rifle, get a bow, whatever they want to do. They want to go there. They've heard of Africa. They've seen it. They've seen it on television, and they go, I want to go. Hmm. And yeah. there might be yeah. one or two of the family members that go, well, I want to do some hunting, which is always available there but i get groups that'll come in maybe six of them and and most of the time your ecotourism groups will be four to twelve people they're normally bigger groups and it'll be a group where maybe one or two of them will want to do some hunting but the others want to do 
photographic adventure sort of safaris. Yep. So, and on offer there is everything from a week away to three weeks away. It depends on what you want to do, where you want to go. Uh, the adventure offerings from our side are all custom tailored, fully inclusive. They include all your activities, all your meals, your drinks, your guides, your transport. So basically, it's a land at the airport and delivered back to the airport. It's an all-inclusive thing. So you'll have, and there's everything from desert trips to game viewing. You can go hot air ballooning. You can go on, we do catamaran rides on big open catamarans to see whales, seals, penguins, dolphins, whatever. Wow. We have amazing um we have an amazing thing in Africa called the Sardine Run. It's called the greatest shoal on earth. It is the biggest mass migration of animals in the world. And it's offshore, but you need to get there at the right time. You can get on boats and you can go and dive and you can do whatever. So it doesn't include anything to do with um, with hunting. But we get, a lot of times you'll have a couple or two couples where the men want, might want to go and do, or the woman, we want to go and, hunt for f three or four days and then we'll do start in Cape Town and do a Cape Town sort of scenic trip go to the wineries that's where all our wineries are uh, travel down the garden route which we've got and the men can peel off and do a bit of hunting for two or three days and join up again and then we've got magnificent game reserves both public and private and we what we do is we use private camps so you are on your own you don't share camps you don't do anything with other people really it is all uh all your own stuff it's your group and your group entirely you have your own vehicle your own guides uh, bigger groups get two guides along with them the smaller groups will have a guide they trained ecotourism guides registered and ready to take you they're good with cameras they're good with whatever and it depends on what you want to do some people want to see the sites they want to go shopping they want to do whatever a lot of people want to do specialist wildlife trips or bird watching trips or they want to do you have a giant uh, menu to pick from yeah you have a menu of everything that you can think of and all of those are customizable so to what your kind specific of vehicle needs. are you bouncing around on um, this when you're, you're looking at the animals we've got our, our smaller vehicles are seven or eight seater small buses all luxury buses uh the bigger vehicles are <coughs> Our customized Mercedes-Benz Sprinters, which have got fold-down fold seats, armrest, kick-out, you know, footrests, whatever. So those have all got onboard Wi-Fi. They've got everything in them. They've got a cooler full of drinks. You've got snacks. You've got everything you might need on the trip. Um, as I said, you've got good guides. You've also got stops where you're not spending more than maybe four hours of the day in a vehicle because a lot of people it's it just too much otherwise so what you want is you want activities where you can drive a bit and then you'll have a walk where you can go and walk with elephants break it up or you can come back you get in the vehicle and you'll have lunch somewhere and then you can do a an evening sundown a trip offshore or you can go and You'll sit at a, a bird hide or a game hide and do that kind of thing. Or you'll be going somewhere, but you don't want people to sit for hours and hours in a car. Because it, 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 it can get a little monotonous. So, so some of it's urban. I mean, Cape Town, wineries. Yeah. 
And yep. then, so you, it, it just to It depends on yeah. what you're looking for. And what we've done on some of them is we've combined urban with game. So you can do, and it's any length you want to. We've got some trips that are 18 to 21 days long. So you can start in Cape Town and the wineries and whatever else you want. But they're not high-intensity trips You because you're on vacation. What's the most common duration of trip for that? Um, I would say a lot of the hunters will add on a week after their hunt. What would so you do they say fly? the best number would be if you were going to do it? And, and you know people have done it, and then they said, I would have done it this many days. What would you suggest a good number would be? If you are only going on a photographic safari, I would say you need to be there for 10 to 14 days. What? Yeah. Oh. That's what the guys want to do because you, you're not doing high-intensity stuff where you're going, we're going to just hammer through three game reserves in a day. You're going to spend maybe two nights in a lodge and they all five star they're the best of the best lodges they are magnificent and so what do they do all so day do they go take pictures of they bird? take pictures and they sit at water holes and they go back and have cocktails and have a massage and yeah, they're not and they go out really in the popular. evening don't <laughs> no don't sound so down what they're not what's a massage what's a massage where you get a, a masseuse massage. that gives you a massage. Oh, a massage. <laughs> yeah. You yes. guys have all got accents. I don't understand all this. So, what, so just a yeah, quick, right. what's the most common duration for a hunting trip? Not that we're talking about that. A hunting trip normally, uh, on a starter hunt, is normally 7 to 10 days. And on a longer hunt will be about the same, 10 to 14 days normally. Uh -huh. And are, yeah, how many days is ours? Three? 21 animals depends what you want <laughs> yeah you know three to start then we'll add on a few with the uh with the african safari you know my my parents did this very same thing that you're talking uh -huh. about what, go kill a bunch of animals no they went for the echo adventure they went they, they went to uh they went to walk with the elephants which they loved doing that just to get up close <laughs> to these exotic animals so they get stepped on what the they, they went on catamaran out on the ocean they oh. went out to see whales um, they did the hot air balloon. Yeah. They did all of this. And yeah. it was like it, they'd never been to Africa before. And they just said this was the craziest thing. They brought back all kinds of stuff for us, for us kids. But it was just a, it was an amazing experience for them. And I'm just curious, what do some of the people that do these typically tell you? Uh, what was their experience like? A lot of the people will go and they'll start off again. They'll do something which they've always thought was what you see on television they'll want to go and see okay we want to go to a big private game reserve and we want to see herds of game and we want to take photos and we want to do whatever and they are typically they'll be there but we try and mix it up so we'll go to maybe three or four different private game reserves and they all but you get the experience of seeing the big five elephant lion leopard buffalo rhino close up and on your own vehicle so you're not sharing it. You're not in a park like Yellowstone where there are cars all over yeah. and there's. Oh, a it is. Yeah, well, you what? That might be cooler. Yeah. So, so I just because I, I'm sitting here listening to you, going, man, this makes me want to. This literally wants me to get a ball peen hammer and a little person and have them start hitting me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Uh -huh. And so, so I'm like, no, like but, six footer. Yeah, like your size. <laughs> so what a dick. Uh, so anyway. Why do I tolerate this? Anyway, so you get your own vehicle. 
Yeah, and your own guide, it's there all the time. You have a personal guide from when you start until you leave. Oh, that makes and more sense. And you don't sense. share. Oh, yeah. And when you're driving I'm around. Big, I'm not a big tourist bus guy. Yeah. No, it, there are no tour buses. It's only your group. Okay. So if you put a group yep. together, and our groups vary between 6 and 20 people, but all one source. Okay. So if you've got a big family, there are 12 of you. You've got your own guides and you're in your own vehicle and you spend every night in your own camp. And then you've got a choice of doing whatever activities you want. And you they, can split up too if you want to. You can split up. You can do whatever you like. Oh, and that, you that can. And, and there's a lot of options or things to do. So it depends what you, what you like to doing. trip. Yeah. It depends you what know, you like to one do. Of the thing, oh, go ahead. Well, I was going to say one of the things that uh, my mom was talking about was at night, you know, because they had this lodge, you know, with a walkway mm-hmm. and they had their different cabins. Yeah. And they would walk after the sun went down, after they'd had dinner and social time at the lodge, and they'd walk back to their cabin. They'd have an escort with them because it was right along the river. And you could hear all kinds of sounds. And the one thing that, that the escort was there for was their safety purposes for the hippopotamus, which I never realized. Yeah, was the, the, thing. Hip, the hippos, we also, you have, you have escorts when you go back from camp back to your chalet or wherever sure, you're staying. Yeah. So you have them, and hippos specifically, <laughs> because <laughs> they walk gone. at night. They get out the water, and that's when they feed. Yep. And you'll go at a lot of the places you're staying, you'll actually have in the day – You'll have a lot of nyala and impala and warthogs on your lawns. And at night, you'll have hippos. So you can't just go out. And then you have every now and then you'll have a, uh, you'll have a, a lion kill a giraffe yeah. right next to your <laughs> camp or something. So you wake up and there's lions and hyenas 50 yards from your door, which is a lot of people go, well, and it, if you are in some of the areas, they've got golf courses in the wild. So I know last year. So you have a bloody mess right on hole one. Well, on the fifth, on the fifth fairway. Yeah, on the fifth no, fairway last year, they killed a giraffe, I've and it this. was yes. There was nobody could golf because all the predators Jesus. were eating the giraffe on the fifth. Right, they're having lunch. Yeah. Hey, but pardon us. You can take a par on this hole and go to another one. We're feasting on this beautiful giraffe. Yeah. So oh, I bet the ecotourists love that. Where Ravine is tearing their, you know, their hey, arms. Where off else are you going to see that? Where else oh, are you going to see cool that? Shit. Well, maybe uh, it's worthy. Exactly. Of and then we've got specialist guys that want to see. We've got about over 900 species of birds. So we get specialist bird watchers that want to come over no, and I they want to see Check, that, 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 that. And they are, and that's what they're there for. They yeah. want to see as many species as they can in two weeks. And they don't shoot them. Yeah. With the camera. Yeah. And ah, they get excited when they like find them too. Absolutely. They go, uh, they, they go. What an incredible. Crazy. They go crazy. Exciting time. I'll tell you, I, I, as a fact, the bird watchers in Europe spend about six times more on high-end optics than hunters do. Do the camera lenses get hot? So and yeah, yeah. Like some, some, of scopes and some of those Leica, oh no. some of the Leica cameras that these bird watchers are twelve, fifteen thousand dollars for the, the camera. Spotting scopes and binos. <laughs> yeah. Hey, question for you. Yes. In all sincerity. Yes. Why would you use a booking agent for this? Why? Why use us? We're sitting here talking. Why do you have a relationship with us? Why? Why? Why use Rolling Bones versus book with uh, Russ directly? I think it gives people here peace of mind, knowing that they're dealing with a a great company here, and someone they've got a relationship with over there. 
So you can come in and you can go, I'm going to be spending my money with or giving it to Rolling Bones, but I'm going to deal with a company. I trust them with my money. And if they're making a call on someone in Africa, I'm going to trust their judgment on that. And I think that's important to guys that are looking at, there are lots of companies you can get online and go, hey, I see a tour there and I'm going to book this. You don't know who you're booking with. You don't even know where you're going. So I think for a lot of people, it is peace of mind. Uh And also, you're going to get hunters that have got family members and friends and whatever that are not hunters. And they're going to go, I had a great time with these guys. That's where you need to book your eco trip with. 100%. So you you jump in this Mercedes Sprinter. Uh Uh-huh. And you might go for two, three hours, Mm -hmm. take pictures, stop, have lunch. Yeah. On the way. Yeah. Would this be... Would this be at a restaurant, or would you have a combination? We have, have a combination of um, a lot of times we'll have meals or and dinners out in the bush. Right. So we'll, the 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 lodges set up a complete dining experience out in the middle of nowhere. So you might be next to a waterhole where you can hear the hippos, you can hear hyenas, you can hear lions, and they'll have all the lanterns hanging up, all the meals prepared by chefs. It is, it's, a, it's an overall experience. But, I mean, you get everything from um, pairing wine and chocolate and so at some of your meals to bush larpers where you're going to go and have a spit bry in the middle of nowhere when, where nobody's had dinner before. So, so. Susie Dana, who's not into that hunting scene at all yep. this is civilized she's going to enjoy it absolutely yeah oh yeah. i know she would yeah 100 yeah. percent. Right. she would yeah but you know i i mean it's not uh it's not too rustic no it is it is to the point where if you do some of the uh, botswana tours they only have four or five chalets on each island and they have um we have wet tours and dry tours so some of them are in the water so all your game viewing is done out of those makoros, those hollowed out logs. They're now hollowed out, big plastic thing. But that's what they do. They pole you along and you're at water level with hippos, crocodiles, elephants, everything that's in that wet area. And then you'll have a couple of days where you're at the dry lodges where you'll be on personalized game viewing vehicles. But there are no, uh, those are all, you fly in, you land and it's yours. You and the camp staff are the only people there. There's no one else. You don't see other people except those around you and your guides. <laughs> so they are, and and it's very different. When you're doing a long tour and you're doing some where it's part of the, the wineries and the cities and a bit of shopping and a bit of seeing what you're seeing, you're going to be traveling on some of the highways. You have to get there somehow. Right. And But not long distances. And every stop is created to relax whoever's on the trip they're all great great places to stay and they there's always an activity every single day will have something special to do so you can have a you could have an itinerary set or they can customize the itinerary they want absolutely i do that all the time you do things like zip lining or any more extreme adventure yeah Uh, bungee jumping zip lining they do anything like that you want it is we try to do we try to set an itinerary up that covers a lot of different stuff, but there are always going to be the adventure stuff. You know, I don't want grandpa who's 
85 to be trying to bungee jump with his 15-year-old <laughs> granddaughter. Yeah. Yeah. So, so <laughs> those sort of things we don't include in our itinerary, but they are listed as available. Excursions. Whatever you would like. Everything that is on the, on the tour, and there will be at least one, maybe two activities every single day because people like seeing that. Those are all included. There is a lot of stuff that if you specifically want to do something else, it's available to you and you can do that. And How much uh, culture do you get into that, uh, local culture? Again, it depends on what you want to do. What we do is we have some of our dinners. We'll have uh, tribal dancing groups will come in and they will do that. Um, specifically on, on the desert tours, we'll go into some of the Bushman villages and you'll see how they work we also do you're going to see rock art and rock carvings and things like that which are to people that don't do that kind of travel it doesn't mean much but to people that actually do it when you can go back and look at a six thousand year old rock carving of a rhino on the side of a mountain you it's you know it's something special to those guys yeah so do you fly into same place johannesburg and Everyone has to clear customs in Johannesburg or Cape Town, mm-hmm. regardless of where you go. And Are there direct flights from the U.S. to Cape Town? Yeah, they're direct. You can fly direct from Washington. What, from would, you, what would you suggest? It depends on where you've got airline miles and what you want to do. Makes so sense. you can fly from Washington, from uh, Newark, or from Atlanta direct into Johannesburg. So it's an easy thing to do. It's not difficult. And then from there on, you can then go, you can, you know, it depends on where your tour starts. Some of them are going to be in the Okavango Delta in Botswana. So you'll go from Johannesburg, you fly into Maun. Or you'll go to Wintook, Namibia, or Cape Town, or wherever it starts is what we're going to do. So your itinerary is going to be set up for you specifically, or else you can customize the tour. If you say, I want to do those few things we can make a tour for you and you can look it over and go i want to tweak that i want to do that i want to do something else this sounds like something with infinite number of possibilities exactly yeah it is available and it's and it's it's easy for people to do because like we've got people who are going in and they're hunting for three days and taking their family for a week type thing yep so yeah no, there are a lot of guys that want to do they they want to they want a family vacation for a non-hunting family but they want to do some hunting hmm. so we just peel them off with a guide and put them back in the tour and further on they peel them off again for another two or three days and put them back in and so you and know everyone's happy so so if somebody says i want to customize the packages like that you know where they're going to be at in the tour yeah. And so you can have a discussion. You guys are going to be about this place. There's hot air balloons this day. The next day is going to be into this park. This would be a good time for you. I'm, I'm giving the, the narrative. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So this would be yeah. a good time for you, Brian, to peel off and go shoot two animals. Yeah. And uh, then you're going to go off to one five. of our hunting lodges, and you're going to do – you'll then go hunting with a professional hunter. 
and you turn around and you'll be back on the second or third day, you'll be back in time for dinner. Wow. And you can look at their photos of the hot air ballooning and they can not look at your photos. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and everybody in camp's not going to want to see the murdered giraffe that they just took pictures of. That sounds of like Kona all over again. Yeah, I was just going to say, so so I've actually done something like this in Mexico, or in Mexico, in Hawaii. I took my family to Hawaii. Um, it, was, uh, it was a celebration of, I guess you'd say, 30 years of building a business. Because as of January 7th this year, I've been with our firm, our financial services firm, for 30 years. And in that time, I picked the poison. Uh, when I say pick the poison, you always pick like maybe who you were going to stay with and what airlines mm-hmm. you're going to use, right? Yeah. So one of my poisons was Hilton. Okay. And, and so for 30 years, I traveled you know, 100 to 250 days a year building our branches and all of our um, financial services locations and our other company. And so I saved all those points, never spent one of them. Yep. And I always told Lindley and the boys when they were adults, we would go do something spectacular with those. So we checked into the big island to the Hilton uh, Waikiki, Waikoloa. Oh, yeah. And, um, and anyway, every, my, my son and his new wife got their own suite. My 22-year-old got his own suite. We had our own suite. We're all overlooking the beach. And we had an ama- everything. Just put it to you. We did everything you could. Well, the one day, my son loves to golf, my oldest. And I'm like, that, to me, that would be a lot like suck starting a pistol. You can shoot there's some no, birdies. There's nothing positive. You can shoot it. some you birdies. Went, you went uh, golfing, <laughs> but for men. Right. So what happened was we were going over to the far side. What's the name of that town on the far side and the north uh, side? Hilo. Hilo, right. So we went over to Hilo one day, and uh, um, we had rented a car, and for the time we were there, so everybody could just go do their thing. And I, like, wasn't there two hours. And I'm like, dude, there's some wild animals. And, and my boy's like, did you see that animal? Did you see that, Dad? Did you see that? You're always looking for something to shoot. And I'm like, yes. Yep. I am. Yes, we are. And and I and then so we're Scorpion up. Scorpion and the frog. We're up in, yes, we're up <laughs> in one of these towns on the way there, the one with the uh, um, the famous barbecue place. Um, the uh, Oh, why, uh, man? Um, yeah, so we were in Waimea, and I saw this little sporting goods store. It was called The Hunting Shop, and I was like, oh, Rolling Bones. This is appropriate for me to do a little research and develop and, and see what this ro- hunting store is. And on the outside, it had a guide service, and it said day hunts available. I'm like, I better go ahead and call that. <laughs> so I did, and I scheduled a hunting trip. Well, they went, they went golfing, and I shot a unbelievable Spanish goat that day. And um, we came across a you shot Mouflon. far. We we shot a Mouflon. Uh, we came across a Mouflon, a nine-year-old Mouflon ram, and I was like, "Yes, please." So I had an amazing day. They were golfing. We and got back together for dinner that night. And that is exactly what we can do in Africa. We watched the sun go down. We toasted some camas to the day, and they got to do their yuppie thing. And I went and smelled like a goat. That is exactly what we were talking about earlier, that you can do that kind of thing for a day or two days or three days or however long you want to do that. So if you did this on a six-day trip, you'd have shower and everything every day for your family? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It is the the lodges are all rated five-star and above, every one of them. Running water. Uh, Yeah. Flushing toilets. Uh, Absolutely. Of course. No no squatting on a hole. No. 
Oh, this is already sounding better. They are. Better than Tajikistan. Yeah. <laughs> than uh, they, the uh, uh, no, no pushing the guy's turd over that was just on that <laughs> no. one. No. Absolutely not. Well, thank just thank you for that mental... Yeah, I'm just there. saying. Sometimes in Tajikistan, when you went to use the toilet, there oh, some people missed the hole. Just, but then again, there were some guys that didn't go into the whole area because I was like, I'll hike up that mountain 100 yards at 16,000 feet above elevation to find a rabbit hole to ingest said oh yes. bowel movement. Okay, that's the I digress of all I digressing. Well, everybody who goes to Tajikistan has pictures of the toilet facilities oh there. Boy. Yeah. Well, but uh, but everybody that's listening to this goes, what is yes? Yeah, you have shower great. every night, toilets that flush, and oh, yeah. beautiful um, bathrooms. How's the big wine? tubs? How's the you've vino? got outdoor showers. You've got outdoor showers. There. Oh, great! With a view, you can look over the game and you can see what's moving around. A lot of them have got their own private plunge pool or or tub, hot tubs. The amenities are. Beautiful. And the wines are superb. South African wines, reds and whites. Vino are good, huh? Great. Oh, wow. Included is full buy in, in all of these. Everything is included in the packages. So you don't have to have – if you want specific stuff, it'll be So there. seriously, this is the hunt for most people that think they want to go do an elk hunt, but they don't want to hike, and they want to make sure they get their game. This might be a kudu, and taking their wife and kids on this trip might be the uh, – you know. So can they pick – could they go, I want to do a kudu – an Impala, a uh, what the Springboks, the ones yeah. that, uh-huh. that have corkscrews. Is that a Springbok? No, no, no. The little ones that they all die in Texas when it gets cold. Black. We, we don't have black buck. They're from India. Oh, you don't have black buck. No, those are from India. We got blessed buck, blessed not buck. black buck. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I didn't know that. Okay, yeah. that's I'm not coming. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a, so you can choose what you'd like. So yeah, I got to go to Texas to kill a big black buck. Or to India. On a warm year. <laughs> yeah, on a warm year. We've got black buck as well, but they are they are uh, they farmed like they are in, te- in Texas. You don't want to go and hunt. It's not a hunt. It's not But a they hunt. grow a few of them there if you want them. No, no, no. no. I didn't know. I didn't no, know. No, you can go and you can do – you can have a great hunt for – Whatever species you think, we can try and get whatever you want. We're going to take know. him, and he'll shoot warthogs for a couple of days. Well, I'm going to get a new camera, and I'm going to quit hunting. Yeah, there me too. Go. It's called a <laughs> seven-something. Yeah. You, you know, I say that every fall. Okay, I'm going to slow down on hunting. I've, I've, And then about this time of year, I'm like, never happens. Dude, I need to get out and get yeah. after something. Right. The slowdown will be until the 18th of July. The morning of the 18th. Oh, is that, get real. is that when that. we have to be there? Is, <laughs> so or do we fly on the 16th or the 17th? Brad, Brad wants to do the ecotourism, and I'm going to go hunting. So if we could just get two different guide bases, he will vet the ecotourism, and, okay. do, and he will do the wine tasting, the hot air balloons, and um, the zip line. <laughs> and uh, I'll oh, go hunting. Oh, man. You know, Sounds good. I, we, we can do still that. talking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in all reality I just had a mental picture you know, of Brad ziplining <laughs> bungee jumping oh man oh I would pay to see him do that <laughs> it would straighten his knee right out wow it'd actually <laughs> pop off yeah Brad would keep going oh go That's pick your awful. friend up uh, Susie <laughs> terrible mm-hmm. Brad's knee got uh, dislocated <laughs> you know though actually to be honest ecotourism is one of the fastest growing sectors of recreation that there is out there right now 
It is. Yeah, yeah it I sure mean, it is. Really is. We are we seeing a giant increase in people that want to come out. And are you? Yeah. Um, I think people are getting more educated as to travel and what they want to do. Experiential and, things. Yeah, and they want to go and do different things, so things they can't do here. Would yeah. you say it's U.S., Europe? Where? What's driving most of your clients? Good question. In that, in that um, sector, I think it's a bit of both. The Europeans really? are are better travelers than Americans. Yes. Americans don't like leaving their own country. The first time is very difficult to get out. Can well, you blame us? Everybody's trying to get in, and and Biden opened up the borders. Yeah, well, we're so not going to go there right now. Yeah. But, no, yeah. but but honestly, oh, no, it is. it's hard for us to want to leave. Yeah. Absolutely. The thing is, with once the once the American um, market, once the guys or girls have been there and they see how easy it is to get in, how easy it is to get out, and how good things are. They just want to go back again and yep. again. Yep. And the way we've structured things is that you can do completely different countries and completely different things on different tours. So it's not the same old, same old stuff you're seeing every time. Because that's, uh, that makes a big difference to a lot of people. I should yeah. call Chris yeah. Clark and see if he wants to go with us. Brad would have to schedule six years. No, I, I should call Brad Clark and see if he wants to go with us. Because Chris would have to schedule six years out with his Henry schedule and his <laughs> dentistry. But, um, oh, if you're listening, uh, if you're listening, Chris, that was directly shot towards you. Because I've been talking about my broken foot lately, me starting a fire for your sorry cold butt. Woo. Ooh. Anyway, I just have so one. let's talk like a, you know how much are we talking in terms of yeah good uh, question cheaper or more expensive than a hunt uh, overall the start the start tours are nine to ten days and they're starting at about eight thousand dollars inclusive so relatively the same yeah and um, and but you can't feed the locals by harvesting protein. So it's yeah. really taking more from the environment by being an ecotourist than being a hunter. A lot of oh, these. Come on. <laughs> Whoa. Sure okay. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like Christmas lights then, huh? It's bad <laughs> uh -huh. for the environment. <laughs> yeah. I get it there, man. <laughs> yeah. I so mean, just think <laughs> this through. I pay eight grand to go be pampered and spend money, gas, energy, and I don't harvest any high-level quality protein to feed to the locals that locals. are in a compromised position anyway. So I just take from them, and, and I give a little money, but I don't really give back to them by leaving a lot of protein. So you're saying that it's, okay, I get it. No, go ahead. No. Keep going. No. So they start. <laughs> your, 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 your travels or your adventure travel starts at maybe 8,000 odd, okay. but it depends on what you want to do. We've booked trips where you'll do a two-week fly-in where you don't ever get, you, the only way you travel is on a plane, on a caravan. Normally, your group will be on a caravan flying between so islands. They, and some of these places have private landing strips. They've then. all got little pri private landing strips. Oh, wow. And you can fly, we fly PC-12s, uh, Pilatus, wow. or, yep, nice or Cessna caravans. <laughs> Oh boy! So they are. So this is first class, first class. First it class. is absolutely first class. But then, a trip, the high end trips will be over fifty thousand dollars a person if that's what you want to do. And there are people that do that. So no. that's a two week no. trip. Russ is like you crack. Every time you talk to him, you go, you you want to make new plans, don't you? <laughs> fifty thousand dollars a person. So, so a family of four could be two hundred grand. Yeah. And not one dead animal would be witnessed. No. <laughs> But there would be. You'd be witnessing 
lions or leopards killing animals, and you can watch that. I'm but that is what people like. Some of them don't like when they don't want to shoot them. They want to see that, rather. On the fifth fairway. Yeah. Huh. So, <laughs> yeah, that it depends, again, on what you want to do and how much right. you want to spend. You You're can, making memories. You yeah. take it home in the experience. You know what? I'm starting to understand why liberals and conservatives don't get along. <laughs> well, where yeah. does this one fit? Well, no, because they're totally disconnected because I'm sitting here going, he just said something that just like a light bulb went on in a small space in my brain, which they're all small spaces. But uh, you said you said some people don't like to witness a man killing an animal, no. but have no problem witnessing a lion oh, killing. They'll watch a buffalo, to, I mean, oh, a, yeah. a pride of lions take, an hour to kill a buffalo and, and they'll watch eaten the whole half thing of it take while pictures it, of oh yeah and it'll take an hour to and die and they'll love it because that's nature in its purest form but we're not supposed to provide for ourselves anymore because no. we've elevated past that wow exactly yeah no but Nobody it is a true though it's a completely yeah. different market no yeah so yeah their their brain thing's different than yeah. yeah can you take a drone uh not in any of the parks okay no oh, really? you can take that when you're in Doing at the wineries or if you, you actually looking at, if you are sightseeing and you can take them out on the ocean, but you may not fly them anywhere on, a, on, oh, on, okay. a, on the parks. parks. No, they don't allow them at all. But yeah, the, um, a lot of times you can also, if there are people that you talk about drones and flying, you can fly and I set up a lot of trips where guys will do helicopter flights for their family over... Victoria Falls, for instance. That, my parents did that. Yeah. That's that's one thing they thought was amazing. It is amazing. You done that? It actually sounds like your parents said a lot of this was amazing. Yeah, yeah. without us. Because you kids. said, well, of course, they, <laughs> they got to be us. adults. How old were you when they went? <laughs> oh, I was probably 40. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. This was probably, I don't know, 15 years ago, something like oh, that. Oh, so no. they- It's been they, a while ago. Wow, good for them though. Yeah, I mean, so there we have a lot of people. You know, we have advisors on this call that this could expand their market exponentially. Yeah, you know could. what I'm saying? Because this is like a whole. And you're right; it's a new market completely. You, you know what this this makes me think of is is you know I'm if I'm building my own agency, which you know I would be doing if I was them. This is something we should get some bleep talking to you and Jake. We should get some pull-ups designed so we could go to bridal wedding. I mean, you know what I'm saying? We can't put bloody murder rolling bones outdoors on there, (laughs) but we could put um, honeymoon adventures for the adventure-seeking couple and then put RBO really small down on the bottom. But then you could have like the wine the the so the the Serengeti sunset. I mean, you know, I'm just thinking marketing standpoint. Yeah, What's the would, would this be a good demographic? Like a destination wedding does this. Would this be a good honeymoon space? Let me ask. It would be. It would be a superb honeymoon space. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. really would. Now answer his question about demographics. Um, we Ger- get geriatric society. We get a lot of groups of we get a lot of women groups where ten to twelve ladies in their late 60s to early 70s. And the husbands are golfing. Or whatever. African golf. And, and they're going, <laughs> no, they don't come along. Oh, They come on their own. And they do, they, but they also, they want mixed tours where they go, they can do a bit of shopping, they can do some game viewing, and they want some mild adventures, which is, you know, it depends again on what you're looking for. I would say the demographics mostly are... Um, like alligator feeding parties? Yeah. 
Is that a mild adventure? <laughs> yeah. But you, as long as you're on this side of the rails. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so you can zip line over the alligators. We too, should you know. do a yeah. podcast on alligator stones. They're like kidney stones, but they're, are, they're, they're crocodile, crocodile, crocodile stones. Crocodile stones. No, no, crocodile no. stones. No, we no, should no, do no. A, a, a podcast. Because yeah. I just heard about crocodile stones. And for a guy who's had kidney stones, oh. these are an amazing thought. Yeah. Wow. So I, I would say the demographic a lot is on the shorter tours, and we do we customize tours for guys that are hunting specifically that might only want five to seven days of touring, doing sightseeing and a bit of game viewing or whatever that is. So a lot of time you've got families of a hunter or hunters that'll go or they'll book a hunt and then book a tour afterwards because at the end of it, everyone's happy. They've each done yeah. whatever they wanted to. But most of the time you're getting family groups, a husband, wife, and kids, or two families that will travel together wanting to do an adventure travel to Southern Africa. Right. So and they want to see a lot of different stuff. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, a cousin, you know, a cu couple cousins and their, all their kids and go over and do something like that yeah. and see it. Yeah. So the flights. Yep. Um. 16 hours I'm there. 16 hours from the, from the East Coast, you're there. Molly, your better half today at lunch, yes, had made a comment that has resonated with Lindley and I, and we had both made comment to it organically after we left lunch. Molly said, 16 hours, sometimes you travel. And we were talking about it again today. I think you said it last night, too. Sometimes you travel more in one day just to bump around here if you're from a regional airport to get where you need to get to. Yep. You I do. leave Rapid City. I got to go to Denver. I got a four-hour layover in Denver. It's delayed two hours. I jump on the flight. I drive, uh, fly four or five hours to wherever I'm going. I land to get out of the airport. It's been 14 hours. Exactly. So what you do there is if you're flying from the East Coast, 16 hours, you touch down, and you are then in – our country in you're our there. space and you there your tour starts if it doesn't start right there you might have a short layover and another hour flight to where you're going to start but it's going to be depending on your tour we're going somebody's going to be there with a name on a sheet of paper waiting for you you will have your tour guide will be there waiting for you yeah he'll be there and he'll be logoed with the name of the tour and you'll be escorted through everywhere you need to go well, Jonathan Ankner and you and myself, we went to um, Tajikistan this year. Yep. And we paid for the VIP service. Oh, you do it. And it was worth every nickel of the fifteen or $1,700. Um, motel and, rooms and, and it took care of your motel room. It took care of your, all your connections, your concierge service across. And when you got there, you went to a lounge and had a cocktail where they were checking in all your baggage and, and helping you get through customs. The custom agent came right over to you, sat down, asked you the questions. You signed the piece of paper and you left. I mean – it was a nice greeting to a, a country that yeah. you know goes poop in the the floor. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, yeah. Um, but I digress. <laughs> a keyhole in the floor. Yeah. So what you do is you uh, when you arrive there, if you are moving from a main airport where you've landed, Cape Town or Johannesburg, to somewhere else, you'll get taken to your next flight or moved to your next flight. And when you get at the st to the start of your tour, you will have 
your registered guide standing right there waiting for you. So, wow. Really? Yeah. So it's first class. And I know I'm having a little fun with it because uh, um, obviously I enjoy the other part of it. So does Brad. And, and we were founded out of adventure travel for harvesting game. Uh-huh. And, for hunters, and, yeah. Yeah, for hunters and, and helping them see. But, you know, we have a lot of clients now that are like, man, I would like to take my wife. You know, look at Dave Carvalho. Yeah. You know, he came and met with you and is coming with you guys, and he's bringing his his wife or his daughter and her fiancé, yeah. his other daughter, her husband, his wife, and, his wife. and him. And they're going to come over there for a week or ten days. Yeah. And then he's the hunter. He's the only hunter. The others are going to do some adventure travel. Yeah, and he wants to split off a few of those days, go do what he wants to go do, yeah. and come back, and the wife's happy. You know, Everyone's it, happy. Everyone's that happy. Is, and that's a great family vacation. For, that, for people that, that don't hunt, that is a great hunt. Because I have to tell you. When or we're, a great trip, I should say. In, in all joking aside, when we were in, Af- or in Africa, in Hawaii this year, and I... I that morning when I harvested those animals, I sent a picture to him and said, "Hope you have a great day. We're three, four miles from the road. I'll be spending my day packing these out." And um, they were all like, "My youngest, who's not as big a hunter as my oldest, he's like sick shit." He yeah. goes, "I would have came if I'd have known that's what they were. I would love to shoot one of those." Is sick shit good? Yes. I think so. It's like dope. You know, dope was bad when we were young. Dope, man. Okay. Um, I just wanted so, so he was happy. He was excited. Okay. And he, Very happy. And he wanted okay. to come. So then my point to this, and then Noah chimes in, oh, my God, I could have golfed tomorrow, and I could have went with today and done the same thing. And so when I got back, they were excited for me. I was yep. excited for them. And now they, the next time we go, because now there's going to be a next time, right? Of course. They're like, let's go do it. So maybe I just bring them to um, Africa. We and do the first African time you safari. go and do, you, you split off for two days, and then the second split off is going to be with the half two, the touring party, right. not only one of you. And the girls keep doing what they're doing, yeah, and exactly. the boys go do their thing. So yep. we have some of these adventures in our RBO catalog, but there's yeah. a lot more. I mean, we can build all kinds of crazy adventures. All you need is to know what, they're what looking for. their preferences are. Wow. If they, whatever they want to do, if they've heard a name – I sometimes get a list of names of places and things, like 20. And you go, and you look at them and you go, okay, well, four of those are something they've heard that don't exist. But anyway, out of the 16 there, (laughs) we can try and put 12 of them into a tour. Right. And they've heard of some name in Namibia or in the Okavango or South Africa, wherever it is, and they want to go here and here and here and here. I've just done one for some, uh, some people from... Nevada and they are they wanted to go here 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 and it took a bit of backwards and forwards but their tour has been booked and they're done and they are going to be wildly happy they're doing a 10-day hunt and then a a seven-day tour so this is all totally customizable yeah there are are options available yeah there are options available which will suit a lot of people because it's it includes what we think is the sort of best of the best and going to show you a lot of what there is around there but if there are very specific things you want to do right. we can work them in and for work the most out. part you probably want to go with you know a few of those if yeah. you're going to do those what you've got planned because you know yeah. what makes sense and what's really cool yeah 
And, then and what fits into the right. into that time yeah, frame. Yeah, the yeah. logistics, this makes sense. Yeah. Now, th- that wouldn't make sense. Yeah, so yeah. you're working with uh, Braden, Jake, and Eric right now to put some of these up, and so our advisors can have the conversation, our members can call in. They listen to this podcast, they can get a hold of us, and these will be available on the web. Is that right? All of them will be available. Perfect. Yep, that'll, that'll all be there. R- Russ, it's great having you, brother. Nice to be here. Appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for having me. Even yeah. uh, even with that accent, um, we understood most <laughs> of what you said today. Only you have an accent. <laughs> I, that, the truth. Made that yeah. point again. Th- I probably Another do. country that I already speak the foreign language I like. Yeah, well, that's why I tell people. They Canadian. Do you speak, uh, do you mm-hmm. speak Australian language? Yeah, I speak four. I speak Australian, African, okay, Canadian, English, and l- maybe five, a little Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I can get around in Canada, no problem. Yeah, right. Hey. The only yeah, four words. One guys, hey. Hey. <laughs> the only four words in any any language you need to know. Yes, no, and if you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I said in Mexico. <laughs> Two words. <laughs> they, I'll, I'll give you credit three times, and then that's a Shea McGowan. That's mine. That's like the uh, Pope and Gunner. Okay, that's the second time I've used it, Shay. Just want to let you know, second time I used it. One more time, Shay, it's mine. So anyway, well, listen, thanks for being here today. As always, we appreciate any guest that comes on. You came a long way to be here with us, and you are live. In this does make for a better podcast when we're live like this. It does. It does. I was like so much better. You're like I'm jumping on a plane. I'll be there tomorrow. I was like, holy shit. Okay, let's have you there tomorrow. So it's been good. You've been here a couple of days. What do you think of Spearfish, South Dakota? I think I think it's great. I think it's colder than I'm used to, but <laughs> yeah, probably. And it's, it's been a, it's been a cold winter. Well, we it's a good thing you weren't here ten days ago because it's a hundred degrees warmer. Yeah, <laughs> it sure does. It it ached. Yeah, yeah that's, that that, that is would not have been good for me. No, no it, it wasn't, wasn't good for us it wasn't either, good for us. brother. <laughs> Yowza! Yeah. That was yeah. Canadian cold. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening today, and we appreciate you making this a success. And uh, we continue to bring it to you because of you. Um, we love your inquiries. We love your opinions. We love your suggestions. And to be quite uh, transparent, we love your feedback. I, I will continue to help Brad um, develop his ability to communicate, and uh, we'll roll forward from there. No, in all sincerity, Bleep, Brad, and Russ, thanks for being here today. Um, I've had a blast with you guys. I've enjoyed sharing a conversation and uh, um, talking about Africa. Um, I'm excited to get there this summer and see this all for myself firsthand. And my wife and I are excited to come spend some time with you and Molly and uh, um, and experience uh, all your graciousness. So thank you very much. To all you listeners, if you want to learn more about this adventure and any other adventure, go ahead that we might have. Go ahead to rollingbones.com, rollingbones.com. Check us out. Um, we would love to help you. If, that, if you go, well, I don't know if I want to be a member or not, Pick up the phone. Call us. We, we actually will answer and communicate back. 605-644-8001-605-644-8000. We a- ask your questions. We'll get you an answer. If you'd like to talk to Russ one-on-one, we would love to facilitate that conversation. So until next time, be safe, stay healthy, and happy hunting.